0: Let's talk some football now. We'll do it with our guy, Brian Baldinger. He joins us on the Roman guest line, Odyssey NFL insider, Brian Baldinger. You could also hear Brian with Jason Lock and Fora on Baldi's Breakdowns, new episodes out every single week. All you have to do, search Baldi on the Odyssey app or wherever you find your podcast. You could also find us there, BetMGM MGM the Baldi, Now uh, let's start with the AFC because you were on the call for a pretty big one yesterday. Actually, we'll start in the NFC because you were on the call for the Tampa Bay, New Orleans game, and then we'll move over to the chiefs conversation. But yesterday, uh, I don't think a lot of people saw Tampa Bay getting knocked off, but they go into the dome and Sean Payton. I think if you're talking about coach of the year, it's early, but what he's doing with that team, no drew Brees, that defense and the saints, the saints are still alive. They're in playoff contention, just two losses on the season. Were you uh, surprised with what you saw yesterday, that game plan that the Saints had for Tom Brady and the Bucs, Baldy?
1: Uh, I knew defensively, you know, they make it tough. Uh,
0: they always do. I mean, they got uh, the sack on
1: by Cam Jordan that turned into a fumble by Brady, recovered by Anya Mata. You know, that was points off the board. That kept the game 7-7 early in the game. They got the interceptions in the second half against Brady, which is hard to do. Um, but I, I thought New Orleans made all the plays, but you're right. I mean, Sean Payton in this game, I mean, honestly, like I'm announcing the game. I'm talking to Troy Aikman down the field for an hour before the game, and I had no idea, like Trevor Simeon was the backup quarterback in New Orleans until he goes to the game. <laughs> I mean, I'm, you know, I'm just not even thinking about it. I'm thinking, okay, you know, Taysom's hurt, so, you know, it's Jameis. I'm not even really like, thinking like that, you know. And you put Trevor Simeon, who hasn't played, since 2019 hasn't thrown a touchdown pass in this league since 2017 and they cobble an offense together with Trevor Simeon you know a quarterback I, I thought it was remarkable what they did and how they did it and they got themselves right back into the race in the uh, NFC South right now
2: Baldy we got to talk about this Tennessee Titans team man because I mean one huh. of the many breaking news stories here uh this morning was the Titans losing Derrick Henry for the season, it looks like um, they're going up against the Rams uh, on Sunday, 820. That's Sunday night football is going to be a great one. Number one, how do you think they try to, I don't even know how you can try to try to step up and, and continue this product production on the, on the ground, especially with Adrian Peterson coming in. And also maybe, do you trust Ryan Tannehill to maybe take on more of a, a workload through the air as he has lost his number one option in the backfield?
1: Well, that's a very good question. And, uh, you know, Tannehill has played very well. The team is a strong 6-2, and two, winning four in a row. Defensively, they've gotten so much better. Uh, I don't know what Carson Wentz is doing at the end of that game. I really don't. But Kevin Byard is a baller. Uh, you know, Harold Andrew's having a great season. Jeffrey Simmons is a stud, blah, blah, blah. But um, I'm anxious to see Adrian Peterson. I don't know what he has left. I know I saw him last year in training camp and for a little bit. Like, he's going to give it everything he's got, and they're a run-based offense. Um, so much of their offense was based on the attention that Derrick Henry got. Mm-hmm. You know, so to your question, Hill's no doubt has got to play a bigger role, and he's got to probably be better than he's ever been. And, you know, if you, if, you, if you have Julio and you got A.J. Brown and you got those horses out there and they can stay healthy, like, that's a starting point. But I think the offensive line is going to get exposed a little bit if you just drop back passing and you're not getting the big plays in the run game and you're not getting this, you know, the steady six and seven-yard runs that Derrick Henry was giving you in the volume that he was giving you. So uh, it's, it's going to change, and Tannehill definitely has to shoulder a lot more of the burden right now.
0: Baldy, the two most impressive wins I thought this weekend are two of the more impressive, both in the NFC. The Dallas Cowboys, what they did last night, beating the Minnesota Vikings on the road with Cooper Rush behind center, throwing for over 300 yards and two touchdowns. And then the Green Bay Packers on Thursday night with no Devontae Adams. What could you say about both of those teams in the NFC? Fingers crossed, I'm rooting for that playoff matchup. For the storylines, man, uh, I want Mike McCarthy versus Aaron Rodgers, Mike uh, McCarthy versus LaFleur. Right. Dak, I mean, that would just be so awesome. But your thoughts on those two teams as serious content in the NFC right now?
1: Well, I mean, you know, you go to Thursday night in Green Bay and uh, you go into a game without your basically top three weapons, you know, to throw the ball to. And, you know, it's not, you know, it was Al Lazard. It was Devontae. I mean, anybody that you could say, but the way that they game plan week to week and how they do it. I mean, whether it was A.J. Dillon get her, getting a bigger role or A.J. Dillon and Aaron Jones and, you know, on and on and on. Uh, you know, Randall Cobb, uh, had his biggest game since he left Green Bay. So, like, that's just, you know, Nathaniel Hackett's the offensive coordinator, Matt LaFleur, Aaron Rodgers, like, they, Andy Stenovich, the offensive line coach, like, they just game plan like nobody else. And whatever whatever they have, they make the best of, And then Dallas last night, that was an amazing game. Uh, Dallas' defense is just so good right now. Yeah, man, I can't believe we're saying off. that, though. It, well, yeah, but but, you know, not as it my, Dan Quinn's there, and he's, he's been a good coordinator before. But, you know, they've got three game-changing players, and Micah Parsons, Trevor Diggs, yeah. Trayvon Diggs, you know, and Randy Gregory, and they all showed up last night. They just play so fast. And, you know, they they made life tough for the Minnesota Vikings. I mean, Micah Parsons was all over the field. And, and then offensively, to see Cooper Rush make that throw to Amari, you know, to win the game at the end, I mean, it's just, uh, you know, you can't ask for it anymore. You can't throw a better ball, and they got exactly what they wanted. they got Amari one-on-one against Cam Dantzler, second-year corner, and he just took the ball right off his helmet, you know, right off the rim. It was a great finish.
2: Baldy, um, you know, at one point in time, the Chargers were good. Yeah. They were beating up. They beat the Browns. Yeah. They, they beat the Raiders in that game that we watched. I mean, they, they beat the Chiefs, dropped one against the Cowboys, but since then. Ravens, 34-6. to six. I feel like they took their soul in that one. Come back the following week against the Patriots, and you lose yesterday by three points to the Patriots. The only two-and-a-half-point favorites against the Philadelphia Eagles here next Sunday at five p.m. What happened to this Chargers team? Where is the diversity on offense, especially in the play calling? Just can, you, can you please make it plain for somebody trying Ooh. to figure out the demise of this Chargers team so quickly?
1: Well, I mean, you know, they're turning the ball over now, and so that, that's a big difference. You know, when they yeah. were one three in a row, they weren't turning it over at all. And Justin Herbert was, you know, not just to talk the talk of the league, but he was an MVP candidate the way that he was playing. But, you know, the Patriots, like, they do this to people now. They did it to Cowboys. They, 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 uh, you know, they, they play sh- sticky man-to-man coverage. They do these freaking twist stunts. They've been running for the same yeah. twist stunts for 20 years, and they still get home. They still hit the quarterback, and then they have these – it frees up these linebackers to just come out of their second level and affect the quarterback and affect the offense. Um, you know, they they took the charges apart a year ago. It was the worst defeat they had all year, and they kind of backed it up again this week. And they've been playing a lot better now. Mac Jones is getting better offensively. They're finding their stride. Like, they got off to a terrible start, lost a lot of close games, you know, including the Cowboy game. But they're they're playing much better football right now.
0: Well, yeah, I got two questions for you. I want to start in the AFC with the Browns because that's a team I was really high on, but I feel like they're going to be that team that has all the talent in the world but just can't overcome injuries, man. You saw it yep. again yesterday. That's a tough loss to the Steelers and one that they really needed to have. I know it's I mean, early in the season. I but told
2: you guys about that Browns team to start the year. Ball, I said they always wor- have the talent. I'm a
0: little worried. Uh, what could, I mean, you know what I mean? They rely so much on that run game, but right now they're beat up. Uh, do you see them making a run here the second half of the season?
1: Well, they, you know, they've got to play a lot better than they are right now. Uh, you know, and I guess the, the surprising part is just defensively. Now, you know, they made the Steelers earn everything they got yesterday. Najee Harris got 26, 27 carries. You know, he didn't get 100 yards. They're making them earn everything, but they're not taking the ball away. You know, and, you know, look, at some point, I feel like I love Baker Mayfield. I'll just come out and say it. But, like, I feel like it's just a ticking time bomb. It's just a matter of time before the season's going to end for them. And then what are they going to do? I mean, you you know, is that is their backup situation? You know, good enough. Um, Yes, they can run the ball, but they're not getting any big pass plays in the passing game right now. And they got juice back there, and they got you know you know they got uh, OBJ. Like, but they're not getting the ball down the field. And if you're going to run the ball as effectively as they sometimes do, you got to make the run game pay off, and you got to you got to get shots down the field when they're all geared up to stop your run game, and they haven't been able to do that all year.
0: Uh, the other question I had for you really quickly is the team that I was high on in the uh, NFC coming into the season. So if I'm wrong on the Browns, that's okay. As long as the Rams are there at the end of the year. And I love the Matthew Stafford pickup as we all did. We love what they've been doing offensively, but they get even better defensively. Now we think with the addition of Von Miller, I mean, they had what five sacks on Davis Mills just yesterday. Granted it's Davis Mills, but that defense gets better. Your thoughts on what he could bring uh, to the defensive side of the ball. And, uh, man, they're a scary team moving forward. The Rams are.
1: Well, first of all, you know, he's been in a horrible situation in Denver with coaching changes, quarterback, you know, uncertainty, general manager changes. I mean, all he knows is change. Now, he's at that point in his career where, you know, he wants, he wants to win, another chance to win it all, like he did, you know, five, six years ago when Peyton was there. And he's got that chance with the Rams. The Rams are, are built around their stars of Jalen Ramsey, Aaron Donald, and Matt Stafford. And now Cooper Cup. And when their stars play big, they win games. Now, he's going to be on the defensive line with Aaron Donald and Leonard Floyd. You know, and I mean, you know, what's going to happen is one guy is going to win. Aaron is going to win. And the quarterback's going to get flushed. And Floyd and Von Miller are going to be chasing him down. Or Von Miller's going to win. And Aaron Donald's going to chase him down. They've got three legitimate big-time pass rushers on their defensive front right now. And that's... uh. That's that's hard to overcome for anybody trying to protect uh, the quarterback.
2: No, it's hard to overcome turnovers. And I just looked up and it looks like Pat Mahomes just threw another interception. Um, We're going to get a review here, but man, can can you give some Chiefs fans some sort of hope please? Because right now they have another 10 point, 10 and a half point favorites coming into this game, but they just continue to drop the ball. They're turned over. I think that's incomplete, but what's going on with the Chiefs? How do they get better? Uh, moving forward, if they have any chance, because the division is there to be had. It really is.
1: Well, it is, but it but it's it's far more than just turnovers. I mean, the turnovers are, you know, they're the league's worst right now. So that's, that's that stat never goes away. It's your biggest stain. But, you know, like against Tennessee last week, Tennessee, nobody blitzes Pat Mahomes. So you're getting three and four-man rushes all the time. But their offense line right now is not good enough. Mike Remmer's at right tackle. Zeus coming in at left tackle in a completely different offense in Baltimore, has struggled with edge pass rushers. And, you know, and I think Joe Tulin, uh, Tulin has been a disappointment at left guard. And you've got rookies at center and right guard. And so when they try to get the ball down the field, they can't get the ball down the field. Patrick Mahomes doesn't trust the protection. And when he doesn't trust it, he starts running. And then he starts making these poor decisions right now that he hadn't made in past years. And so they desperately need a third option. When Tyreek Hill isn't open, and when teams like Tennessee last week just wouldn't let Travis Kelsey off the line of scrimmage, there was some place he didn't have any place to go with the ball.
0: Baldy, you're the man. We could do this all day. I want to come hang out with you and just do hot yoga and drink. uh, Just drink protein shakes and talk football all day, man. You're the best. Thanks so much for joining us here during uh, Monday night football. Sounds like vacation days (laughs) to me. I'll take it. Love the breakdowns. That's our Odyssey NFL insider right there. Brian Baldinger on the Roman guest line. Get a free online evaluation. Ongoing care for ED. All from the comfort and privacy of your home. Go to GetRoman.com slash BetQL now to get $15 off your first month. That's GetRoman.com slash BetQL. I always watch the ball, these breakdowns and uh, guys always breaking down the game. Then I'll be just making these big protein shakes with like a bunch of fruit.